Hi, I'm Kurt Hosworth. This is the Class Eclectic Connection. And on this edition, we speak with Paul Mercolo all about his new project, The Enlightened Trumpet, which is his first release on Sony Classical. He's principal trumpet and has been for quite some time with the Montreal Symphonic Orchestra. And on this album, releases music of Haydn, Telemann, Leopold Mozart, and Hummel. All music from the Age of Enlightenment and all music featuring different kinds of trumpets throughout the instrument's development. He is joined on this recording with the Oxford Philharmonic and Marios Papadopoulos. So you've been a soloist in many capacities over the years, and you've held the principal trumpet position with the Montreal Symphony since 1995, and now you're recording the Enlightened Trumpet. This marks your first release with Sony Classical. When you first started playing the trumpet, did you see all of this in your future? <laughs> uh, not quite like this. I did, you know, obviously when you're a kid, you're you're you know you're just practicing and trying to get better on the instrument. Um, I've always been studying the recordings of Maurice André and Wynton Marsalis, Timothy Dokschitzer, Hokan Hardenberger, and I always thought, you know, one day I would like to be able to uh, not only just play those works in recital or with orchestra, but to someday hopefully record them. Um, so I, I guess in some ways that the seed was planted when I was very young, yes. Well, the music on this album is all from the Age of Enlightenment, as it's kind of titled that way. And in the multitude of advancements of the time, including music styles and composition technique, there was also a progression of your instrument of choice. Uh, so was it challenging to perform these kind of spotlight pieces on these different trumpets, or is this something that you're already used to doing as being the principal trumpet with the OSM? Well, that's a great question. I mean, obviously, you know, historically speaking, at that time in the Age of Enlightenment, there was a keyed bugle that was developed from the natural trumpet. You know, it was the, the origin was the natural trumpet. Then we, there were holes in the natural trumpet, and then keys were added like on, like on a saxophone, actually. And then those became modern-day piston valves that we see today. So, you know, I didn't play it on a keyed instrument uh, for this recording. I played it on a modern piston trumpet. But there's always challenges when you change trumpets um, because of the intonation and difference in resistance and the articulation. And also stylistically, just sort of understanding what what these pieces historically, what they call for and the quality of the sound and the kind of articulation and the, the uh, intonation and so forth and so on. So it takes a lot of work. And people can consider these simple in nature or melodically, but they're very challenging to do exceedingly well. Mm-hmm. Well, and along with uh, all the challenges that come with different kinds of trumpets, you've also had some inspiration from another trumpeter. Uh, hopefully I have the pronunciation correct. Timofey Dokshuzer, Yes. who also holds yes. some similar geographic background as you. Yes. Uh, does your performance yeah. on this recording, does that pay tribute to him? I read that you kind of pay homage to him in that Hummel concerto. Yes, I do, because I grew up <clears throat> hearing his uh, his performance on recording on a vinyl when I was about 12 years old of the Haydn and the Hummel on the B-flat trumpet, and he wrote a beautiful virtuosic cadenza in the third movement. So normally when I perform uh, most concertos, I'll write my own cadenza, which I did for the Haydn concerto on this recording, and my embellishments on the Leopold Mozart and Telemann are my own. 
But for the Hummel, because it was such a profound piece for me hearing him when I was a trumpet student, I decided to transcribe his cadenza and make it um, uh, give homage to him uh, while doing it on an E trumpet for the recording, which we did in the original key. That's an awesome way that you can kind of pay tribute to a uh, a very inspiring trumpeter. Um, and now you're quoted to say that all these concertos are fun and swinging in different ways, maybe a different kind of swing from, let's say, jazz. But I think that if a performer is having fun, then all the natural positivity comes out in the delivery and, in this case, in the recording. So what do you want to leave your audience with upon experiencing and listening to these recordings? Well, there's, you know, when I say swinging, yeah, I mean, you, you, it's true. It's not like jazz, but when we hear great Baroque music or classical uh, music, um, there's a certain sense, especially like in Haydn or Hummel, you know, the third moon of the Hummel, you know, just in the nature of that, it's kind of got this little groove or a little swing to it. So that's what we tried to bring out. And it was a lot of it was a dialogue between myself and the string section um, to create that sort of that sort of swing, if you would, if you would call it that. But also there's, you know, this question always, well, when you play music of like Mozart or Haydn or Telemann, should it be a very simple interpretation or can you be more expressive, maybe more romanticized? And I feel that I I like the latter more. I like to find where there's moments to find the maximum expression while still respecting and keeping in the tradition of, of composers like Haydn and Telemann. And lots of great... Uh... Lots of great ground to cover with these concertos, and you're definitely not a stranger to different styles, too. But along with that, you've also been principal trumpet with one orchestra for quite some time, and yet you've also worked with many other orchestras over the years. Uh, What was it like working with the Oxford Philharmonic? Well, this was the first time that we we worked together. I showed up in England, and, you know, we never met before. We only had some—the conductor and I had conversations uh, overseas. But uh, as soon as I arrived— uh, I could feel that, you know, once we got into playing the concertos um, and we got to know each other musically, we were able to make a good connection. And I went back uh, last um, uh, fall and I played uh, the Haydn and the Leopold Mozart in concert with them at the Sheldonian Theater, where Haydn actually premiered some of his works. And that collaboration, the recording was a great collaboration, but once we, we came back together to do that performance, I felt we, it was like meeting an old friend. Well, and I'm sure there's a, a common language that, you know, gets traded around with music. It's just a universal thing for all of these great uh, you know, performers like you and all these people in the orchestra. So it's good to know that that's universal. So um, I know that you're going to be uh, working on uh, bringing this to the stage this fall. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Wonderful. So um, that's good to hear that this will come to life for many audiences out there again. Speaking with Paul Markello, talking about the Enlightened Trumpet, a new recording with Sony Classical with Oxford Philharmonic. Uh, Paul, is there anything else you'd like to add or leave our listeners with today? 
Well, just I appreciate their support, and I'm always happy to hear from、uh, people that listen to the recording. If they have something they want to, hopefully, nice to say about the recording, or any comments they want to leave, they can they can hit me on social media, and you know, of course, that's that's the way we communicate so easily now. Absolutely. Well, Paul, it's been a pleasure to talk with you about the enlightened trumpets, and、uh, hopefully, you're going to be spinning this quite a bit more on the program. So, thank you so much for taking some time today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. The Class Eclectic Connection is a production of Public Radio 90 WNMU FM Marquette, a service of Northern Michigan University. You can listen online at wnmufm.org or subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host and producer, Kurt Hosworth. Thanks for listening.